Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapriset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? Ready? Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us by your Holy Spirit. Lord, there are so many things in the Bible and from heaven that we need to learn, we need to understand, we need to practice. And we believe that when we receive your truth, your truth shall set us free. And your truth shall renew our mind. And we can have the right thinking and the right practice and the right way of life. We thank you, Lord. We want to change. We don't want to just go on the same way. We want to move from glory to glory to glory. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We have been talking about joy or rejoice always. In the past teaching, we learned that joy is connected to faith. If we have faith, we will have joy. And when we have joy, we have strength. And we can have victory. Faith, joy, strength, and victory are all connected. In the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, verses 9 to 10, I read a little bit here. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest, and the scribe, and the Levites, who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep. For all the people wept. When they heard the words of the Lord, then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. May the Lord speak to you through this sermon series. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We're going to continue to learn the key to stay in joy, to stay in victory. And we will not allow anything to steal the joy of the Lord from us. We have the enemy, the devil, who want to kill, to steal, and to destroy us. And he want to destroy the joy of the Lord in our life. Let me read from 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. 1 John 4, 4. You are from God, little children. How many people are children of God? I'm a child of God too. And have overcome them. Everyone say victory. Overcome them. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The Holy Spirit is inside us. He helps us to overcome any kind of problem that is around us in this world. The Holy Spirit is in us. So it is our choice. It is up to us to keep our eyes, our focus on certain things. I want to encourage you. Don't keep your eyes on the things around you, on the bad news in the newspaper, on the TV. Don't keep your eyes and your thought on the things around you. In this world, there are troubles, there are disappointments and setbacks and grief and all kind of bad things happen. 
You can make a choice to look at those things, and you can look at those things all day long, and it will make you very depressed, very hopeless, and very defeated because you keep your eyes on those things. But we learn that we should keep our eyes on the things that we don't see. Our spiritual eye keep on looking at who is inside us, the Holy Spirit who is, is inside us. And keep hooking up to him and letting him help us to go through problem in life with victory. So we need to make a choice every single minute. What we're going to look at. And when we have faith, we are a child of God, we have faith in God, and we stay in faith to believe that we have the greater one on the inside of us. We keep looking at him. By faith. And when we look at him and have faith in him, we're going to have joy. And when we have joy and faith, we're going to have victory. We can overcome the problems in the world. And then we will rejoice and have more strength. And we have more faith. It's a cycle. Keep looking at the Holy Spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit, and have more joy, more strength. With the strength, we can go through all the problems. And come out with victory. And then we keep looking at him again. Don't look at the problem in life. Everyone say, I'm a child of God. The greater one is in me. I have faith in the Holy Spirit. I have faith and joy. I'm strengthened by him. I have victory by the Holy Spirit. In this world, there are bad things everywhere. Evil things, pains, tragedy, lack, poverty, disappointment. If you keep looking at all those things outside you, now I understand why the Bible says we don't walk by sight. Because by sight means you look at all the problems outside you, out of your body. But we keep walking by faith. Faith means God is inside me. If you keep looking at only outside by looking, walking by sight, we're going to be depressed and crying all day long. So don't look at those things. Look at God. Look at the promise of God. I can tell by looking at your personality and your appearance what you are looking at. If you come to the church or I see you in the dinner time and you look like, I can tell right away, you're not looking at God. You don't have faith. But if you walk around smiling, happy, laugh all the time, and so energetic, so much strength and energy, I can tell you are looking at God because you have faith. And that faith gives you joy. I have first-hand experience when I lay hand on thousands of people. I don't look at those problems. I just walk by and lay hand by faith and I laugh all the time so throughout two and a half hours or she said two and a half hours so I, I go along with her two and a half hours or three hours I laugh all the time because I keep looking at God and every time I lay hand I believe Jesus was there with me and Jesus solved the problem for them healed them set them free demon will come out of them I just walk by faith amen First John chapter 5 verse 4 say for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. The world means the problems in this world. 
all the wicked things in this world, the disappointment, the setback in this world. And this is the victory. How many people want to have victory? The joy will bring victory to us, okay? That has overcome the world. Our faith. Everyone who is born of God can have victory over the problems in this world. Are you born of God? I'm born of God. And when you are born of God, the Spirit of God, the eternal Spirit, the creator of the universe is living on the inside of you. He is eternal, so we can have eternal life with us. We will not be around here forever. One day we will leave this world, but one day we're going to be living eternally in heaven with him. We will have life in eternity in heaven. And we can have victory. Victory is not something automatic. Victory only happens in believers and people who walk by faith. If you are born of God and you have faith, you have victory. You can overcome the problem in this world. So this victory comes because you're born again spirit, have the spirit on the inside of you. And the Holy Spirit on the inside of you is the spirit of victory. He is a victory spirit. He is an overcomer. And he pour his faith, his love, his peace and joy into our inner being. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, Peace, joy, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. If we keep our eyes on the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, the greater one, the greater one inside us. Don't look at the problem outside. Look at the Holy Spirit. Think about the Holy Spirit. Yield to the Holy Spirit. And let the Holy Spirit pour the love the joy, the peace, the faith of God on the inside of us. Those things will work in us. The fruit of the Holy Spirit will work in us and flow through us outside. And we can overcome any problem in our life because we have faith. But on the opposite way, if we keep looking outside, we walk by sight, look at the problem, look at Oh, my kids have trouble. Oh, that person is sick. Look at the sickness. Look at the poverty. Look at the problem in life. Look at the economy. What happened? You stir up the carnality on the inside of you. Or you yield to the evil spirit. And what happened? The carnality, the flesh, and evil spirit will begin to work in you. And make you depressed. Make you sad. You begin to grumble and complain. And you will lose your strength. And you're going to be a loser. Not every Christian is the victor. Not every Christian is a winner. Not every Christian is the overcomer. It's our choice what we are looking at. Today, I give you the key how to walk by faith and how to be victorious. You need to make choice to look at the right thing. And look at the Holy Spirit. Look at what he can do for you. Don't look at the wrong thing around you. You should be full of the Holy Spirit. You should yield to the Holy Spirit so that he can pour faith. The faith of God. The love of God. The peace of God on the inside of you. 
the joy of the Lord, and you can have faith and strength to pass through, to break through all the problem in your life. First John chapter five verse five say, "Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God." I believe that many of you here believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the Bible says that you can overcome the problems in this world. Your faith in Jesus can help you to overcome the problem in the world. In other words, as a believer, a person who walk by faith, a person who believe in Jesus, we are not a defeated victim. We are not a defeated fool. We are the winner. We are the overcomer. Because the overcoming spirit, the victorious spirit, live on the inside of us. Many Christians act like they are defeated. They are not overcomer. No, we are an overcomer. Everyone say, I am a winner. I am an overcomer. I am a victor. Hallelujah. The God who is inside us never lose any game. He is the victor. He is the overcomer. He never have any bad days. When was the last defeated day of God? Zero. When was the last despair day of God? Zero. Our God is full of joy and faith, and He has never been defeated at all throughout history. He is the victorious God. And after we accepted the Lord Jesus into our life, the Holy Spirit come in, and His DNA is working in us now. We have the DNA of God, the DNA of an overcomer, a more than conqueror. Look at yourself. I am more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer. I win and win and win some more. I win all the time. I win over sickness and disease. I win over poverty. I win over the devil. I win and win. Victory is my nature. Because the victorious one live on the inside of me. He is eternal. He never changes. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. I am more than a conqueror. You walk everywhere with this faith. God is with you. He is more than conqueror. He is in you. So you are more than a conqueror. Second Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. God leads us in triumph in Christ. We are on the victorious side. But the devil knows how to trick us. The devil would come to us and say, Look at that situation. Look at your failure last year. Look at your mistake. You have a problem. No, you will not have victory. When the devil talks to you like that today or tomorrow or next day or next year, you say, shut up. You are not my Lord. 
Jesus is my Lord. Shut up and get out of here. I am a victorious one. Don't listen to the devil. You cannot say that to your wife, though. Shut up. You're going to be in trouble. You can only say to the devil. Okay? You can resist the devil, but don't say to your wife. Sometimes your wife may say something, blah, 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 for 10 minutes. So don't say shut up. Just say, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Okay. <laughs> Why don't the husband smile? Okay. Amen. Don't say shut up. Okay. It doesn't matter what the devil say. He's a loser. We are the victorious one. Don't listen to the loser. Our God is the victorious one. The loser cannot try to make us lose too. So don't listen to him. Many Christians are tripped up by the devil because they listen to what the devil say. Don't listen to what the devil say. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Following the word of God. And you will be victorious. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. Today I'm giving you a key. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider the appearance of his height, or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Definitely, this scripture talks about look at the, the spiritual quality of people, not just outward appearance, but also the Bible tried to tell us that don't keep your eyes on the outward things. The things that you can see with your own eyes. Let me tell you, the things that happen outside your life in the world are temporary. They come and they go. They are not there permanently. So if you keep your eyes on the outward things or the outside thing, you're going to be depressed. You keep your eyes on the things inside you. That is the Holy Spirit. God who is inside you is eternal. He does not change. You look at the person who never changes. You look at the person who is victorious and eternal. Then you will not be defeated at all. No matter what happened to you, the problem is that sometimes we accept the things from outside to come in. And then we get into trouble. We don't accept those things. We just keep our eyes on God. No matter what happened outside, we are still more than a conqueror. No matter what, I am more than a conqueror. Because the unchanging God, who is the victorious God, is inside me. I'm a winner. I'm a victor. That's how King David knocked down Goliath. He just said, my God is with me. I'm going to win. And he knocked out Goliath because he has so much faith. He looked at God. He did not look at Goliath. He did not look at the giant in front of him. So don't look at the giant. The giant come and goes. But God is inside here forever. Amen. John 16, 33. This thing I have spoken to you that in me, everyone say in Jesus, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In this world, there is tribulation. The surrounding things around you, you're going to see problems, disappointment, and calamities, and tragedy. But God, who is greater than the things in the world, is inside you. 
Jesus is inside you. It's so big different. Let me share this way. The between God who is inside you and the things that are around you. He is much bigger than the things outside you. Everyone say, God is much bigger. And because of that, he can give you peace, the peace of mind that beyond your understanding. You and I cannot control what happened outside us. We cannot control. This world is so full of demons, evil people, crazy people, curses. The world is so full of problems. And you cannot control them. Evil people do their own things. You cannot tell them what to do. But you can control your own life. You can continue to believe that my God is inside me. We need to be God-incited-minded. God-incited-minded. Peace-inside-minded. I have a big God on the inside of me. And I shall have victory no matter what happens outside my body. I'm going to have victory. I cannot control outside, but I'm going to have victory no matter what happens outside. Everyone say, I am in Jesus. Jesus is in me. And I have peace in me. The greater one is in me. In the world, there are tribulations. There are pains. It's going to be always that way. Thank God we will not live in the world forever. One day we will leave this world and be in heaven. Thank God that day we're going to have good time in heaven. But as long as we are in the world, we're going to see tribulation and disappointments. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are in the world. We are not of the world. We are of God. And we don't allow the things in the world to come in. But we allow God to come in. God is in me. Everyone point to yourself, God is in me. The world is not in me. I am in the world. But the world is not in me. Amen. So we have God on the inside. Some people say, I need to go to that place to have a happy life. I need to... Buy that home, I will be happy. If I go to vacation, that place, I will be happy. I want to find a happy place. Actually, you don't have to go anywhere. The happy place is in here. Inside you. God is inside here. You allow God to work in you, you're happy everywhere. You don't need to find a place. Happiness is in here. The peace is in here because God is inside you. Second Corinthians 4, 3-4. But if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are preaching, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, and who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. God revealed himself in the world. But a lot of people, their eyes are blinded by the devil. You look at Mount Rainier, you look at the sun, the moon, the stars in the sky. When I open the skull and I look at the temporal lobe and frontal lobe and occipital lobe, I look at the brain, wow, this must be designed by somebody. It's so delicate. God revealed himself 
to us, but a lot of people could not see God because their eyes are blinded. That's why we need to pray for our unbelieving loved ones that God will open their eyes, that the devil cannot blind their eyes anymore, so that they can see the light of the gospel. Amen. Verse six say, "For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God, who is inside us, shine His light inside here. Everything is inside, and then we can shine the light to outside. The big God, the eternal God, the victorious God, is inside us. He shine the light on the inside of us." God choose not to show up in the sky with His face and yell from the sky, "Hello, I am Jehovah." Do you know why He didn't do that? Why He just revealed t r o u g h star, the sun, the anatomy, the beautiful flower? Because He wants to receive your true love and true faith. If He show up in the sky and yell from the sky, "I am Jehovah." We don't have the true faith anymore. We don't have the true love anymore. We are forced to believe because we don't see Him. We have to exercise real faith because we have not really touched Him as a physical body. We need to exercise our true love to Him. He wants to test our heart. Amen. But it's our choice to believe. It's our choice to believe. No one can force us to believe. We need to believe. And we make a choice to love Him every single day. Now I'm gonna come to the passage about inside and outside here. In 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 18, look at what Paul says. In the same line of what I preach today, I'm talking about the tribulation outside and God inside. Everyone say tribulation outside, God is inside. Look at how Paul say. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel. What is the treasure? The Holy Spirit on the inside of us, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. When I lay hand on people, I never think that it's from me. It's from the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. We are hard pressed on every side, tribulation from outside, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not despair, not in despair. Paul was facing a lot of problem, but Inside still strong, persecuted but not forsaken. God still inside him, even though he was persecuted. He was not forsaken by God. Struck down but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus. It means he died to his flesh, not to yield to the flesh. For Jesus Christ, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. So he died to his flesh. He decreases, and Jesus increases in his life. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus, Jesus in us, give us life, also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Wow, Paul is really having God inside mindset. God is in me. He keeps saying, "Jesus in me. Jesus is alive in me. I'm dead." Jesus is alive in me, in this mortal flesh, and He's gonna demonstrate His power through me. So then, death is working in us, death in the flesh, but life of Jesus in you, the life of Jesus in Him, 
cause life in the members of his church. And since we have the same spirit of faith, everyone says spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. The spirit of faith will bring joy and strength and victory. We need to have faith that Jesus is in me. The spirit of God is in me. According to what it is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. How many people believe that God is in you? Let us speak together. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. is in me. He's greater than he who is in the world. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace having spread through the many may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Now I want to emphasize verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. We do not get depressed. We do not get sad. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Inside, the Holy Spirit is renewing you, make you stronger, stronger, more faith. This year, I have more faith than last year. This year, I have more joy than last year. This year, I have more power than last year. Inside me, the Holy Spirit working on the inside. For our light affliction, the outside thing, our light affliction. He called outside tribulation Light affliction. Compared to God, it's not a big deal. This man was stoned. This man was left to death. He was imprisoned. But he called those things light affliction. Which is but for a moment. You see, the outside thing are temporary. Not all the time. It's working for us more far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So in conclusion, all this Paul said that we face tribulation outside. The tribulation outside are temporary and light compared to the big God on the inside of me. And the big God on the inside of me give me life. Renew me every day. I'm stronger every day. Peace of God is on the inside of me. The faith of God, the spirit of God, the spirit of faith, which is the spirit of victory, the spirit of joy is working on the inside of me. Wow, this man focused on the inside. Again, 1 John 5, 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. When you believe that God is big on the inside of you, He can do all things. He can perform miracles. You have victory you can overcome the problem in this world. Now, this is the problem. Let me read this scripture. Revelation 3, 20 to 21. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and die with him and he with me. To him who overcomes. How many people want to overcome? Me too. I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. This scripture, Jesus said, I'm standing outside the door and knock. And you hear my voice. In other words, he did three things. Number one, he's standing. 
outside the door. Two, he knocked. Three, he said, "Amanda, Alice." He said, "Tom, Supasatit." He said, "David, Huan, Da, Yong, Daniel, and Paolo." He did not only knock; he called your name. That's why he said, "When you hear my voice, it means he called you." Is it amazing? He's the Almighty God. He's the King of all kings. He's the Lord of all lords, and he could be anywhere in the world. He did not have to ask for permission, but he could not get in because the way he created you is that the door of your spirit has only the knob inside. There's no handle outside the door of your life. No one can open and get in unless you open that door. So when Jesus called you, da, kneel, wake up. You have to choose to open the door, and He will come in. This same principle is applied to fear, sadness, problem outside your life, the devil, evil spirit, anything. Evil spirit, Satan, bad stuff around you, all the calamity and tribulation and disappointment cannot get into you unless you open the door of your life and say, "Come in, please." If you open the door and say, "Come in," it will come in, and then you can start to get depressed, you start to get discouraged, hopeless, complain, angry. Blame other people, and you're gonna get worse and worse and worse. What I try to say today is that you make a choice. You can open to the Holy Spirit, to the Spirit of Jesus, and let Him do it in your life. He's calling you. Let me come in. Let me work in you. You have freedom to open or not open. Or you can open to the devil. Maybe your friend say, "Let's watch this pornography together." You can say no. Or you can say yes, but if you turn it on, you open the door. He cannot come in without you opening the door. You have the right to shut the door to the devil. John chapter fourteen verse twenty-seven: Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled. Who control your heart? Yourself, he did not say, "I'm going to help you to control your heart." He said, "Let not your heart. You are the one who make decision. What going to happen to your heart? Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid." So Jesus tried to say, "Don't open the door to fear. Don't open the door to trouble, to tribulation to come into your heart. Keep looking at God. Don't let enemy, the enemy, to come into your life. Keep looking at God." Open the door to the Lord, and He say, "When I come in, I will dine with you." He will have dinner with us, and then He continue to say in verse twenty one, "To him who overcomes, how can we overcome the problem in this life?" Number one, in conclusion, we make a decision to open the door for Jesus and the Spirit of God to come in. 
We make a decision to focus on the Holy Spirit. We make a decision to fellowship with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. Let Him pour His love, His faith, His joy, His peace into our heart. We make a decision to shut the door on the trouble outside. We don't walk by sight. We don't look at the problem outside. We walk by faith, and faith in the person, the overcomer who is in you, who gives you the DNA of a more than a conqueror, a winner, a victor, an overcomer. You open the door to the overcomer to come in, and stay there and keep looking at him, and fellowship with him. Dining together means fellowshipping together. And when you fellowship with him, keep your eyes on him. Shut the door to the devil. Shut the door to the outside world. That don't let them come in to affect you. You will be an overcomer, and you're gonna have joy. So the whole message today. In conclusion, I read all this scripture. In conclusion, number one, bad things still happen around us. People who cheat us, borrow money, never return. People want to do some bad things to us. People who want to steal from us. Economy problem, anything problem outside there. Should we focus on them? No. If you focus on them, what they're going to do to you? They're going to make you depressed, and you're going to be weak, hopeless, and you die soon. You don't look at them; you look at God. Open the door to God to come in. Shut the door to the outside problem, and keep fellowshipping with the Lord. Ask Him to pour His love and faith into your life. Keep walking by faith, not by sight. And when you fellowship with Him. He will give you victory, and you realize that I am a more than conqueror. That's my nature, because the eternal overcoming God is in me. I'm not a loser. Is it clear? Did you learn something today? That's my conclusion of the whole sermon. That you need to make the right choice, looking at the right thing. Fellowshipping with the right God, not with the devil, not with the things in the world, and you make a decision. I'm going to have the spirit of faith, like Paul, and I'm going to speak faith. I'm going to speak victory. I'm a victorious one, even though you may feel some symptom of sickness. I'm not going to look at the symptom. I am healed. I am healed. Jesus, who is in me by His stripes, I'm healed. No matter what happened, you keep looking at God, and if you look long enough, you're going to see miracle and breakthrough in your life. You are a victorious one. Everyone say, "I'm a winner. I'm a victor. I'm an overcomer. I open the door to Jesus. I shut the door to the devil. I shut the door to the surrounding circumstances. I focus on God." God is eternal. He is in me. He's greater than the things in the world. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for giving us all the scriptures, helping us to understand the faith walk, to keep faith. 
to keep the joy of the Lord, to be strengthened by you, and to have victory in this life. We believe, Lord, in you, in Jesus, we can overcome the world. No matter what happened around us, we are still an overcomer. And we will not listen to the lies of the devil. We will not yield to the flesh. We're going to walk by faith every day, Lord. We thank you so much. Help us to remember this lesson every time we start to feel tempted to open the door to fear, to depression, to sadness, to defeat. We will shut the door right away, kick them out, and we will stay with you, die with you, fellowship with you, and we can become an overcomer all the days of our life, Father. Thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us. Lord, this is important truth to all of us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm not sure that every one of you in this room or who are listening in the live stream are born again. You may think you are born again. You may think that you are a Christian because you have gone to church. But going to church will not save you. You need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm writing a sermon right now that Paul say in the book of Philippians chapter 3. The, the sermon that I title is That I May Know Him. Many of you may think that you are a Christian, but many of you are saved by stranger, a stranger. You don't know Jesus. That's scary. Jesus tried to save you, but you keep rejecting the, to fellowship with him. You don't know Jesus. I want to encourage you that if you're really born again, you will not just say with your mouth, yeah, I'm a Christian. Jesus come into my life. Oh, I repent of my sin. It sounds good. But you need to know him. You need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the key. Jesus said, not everyone who call me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Scary. Not everyone who goes to church will be in heaven, basically. You may call yourself Christians, but you're not Christian because you don't know the Lord at all. You don't have any fellowship. You don't walk with Him. So why don't we make sure that we have fellowship with God? We're really born again and we get to know Him personally. Amen? That's my job to encourage you. Everyone say, that I may know him. Do you know Jesus? Do you have relationship with Jesus? Interesting question. Or you just say, I'm a Christian. Well, I don't know about Jesus. I, I never talk to him. I never consult with him. I run my own life. I do my own things. I don't know Jesus. Scary. Should we pray to make sure that you really have personal relationship with Jesus? If you have personal relationship with Jesus, you will obey Him, you will serve Him, you will honor Him. Is that right? 
I just want to make sure everyone in this room goes to heaven and really born again. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I have made mistakes. Many times, I do my own things. I rebel against you. I never listen to you. I never talk to Jesus. Oh Lord. From today on, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Not just because what I say, but my lifestyle will have Jesus as my Lord. I want to know Him more. I want to have a close fellowship with Jesus. Walk with him every day. Listen to him. Obey him. Live for him. O oh Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I have ignored you many years. I never build relationship with you that much. From today on, I believe you are my God. I will depend on you. I listen to you. Obey you. I will read the Bible to know you more. I will hooked up to the Holy Spirit, who will guide you to know the Father and to know you, the Son. Jesus is my Lord. He is the head of this church. He is the master of my life. From now on, Jesus, my Lord, you are not only my Savior, but you are the owner of my life. I will do what you say. Thank you, Lord. From today on, I will know you more deeper and deeper. I open the door of my heart. I let you come in. Fully, and I can die with you. I can have supper with you, fellowship with you. You are the overcomer. You are the victorious God. Therefore, I am also a victor. I am an overcomer. In you, Christ Jesus, I have peace. And I can overcome the world. In your name, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is it wonderful to pray that? It's wonderful. I pray that one day when we get to heaven, we will find out that hundred percent of church members here are in heaven. It would be very sad to go to heaven and find out that only 50% of people show up; the rest go to hell. It would be very sad, and I would not let that happen. I would not compromise anything on the pulpit to please you and let you go to hell. I'm strong. I'm not going to compromise. I want to make sure you have ticket to go to heaven with me. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Praise the Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.